hello hello welcome back how we doing i'm doing pretty good i'm doing pretty good still up and moving still trying to gather all my stuff up still trying to make time for life still trying to make time for everything Whew, i tell you what man when like one thing gets disrupted in your schedule it really can throw like such a ricochet or not a ricochet it's such a uh domino effect of like just everything else that can get in the way you know um and I've honestly been taking some time for me because it's just life has just been stressful and but you know what I'm I'm feeling really good and I'm feeling really blessed and I'm feeling really just just happy overall really happy and and I'm also feeling pretty good because I went the other day and saw um the Barbie movie with my daughter and my niece and I'm sure we all saw the hype about the Barbie movie and what it was and the, all the publicity about it. I was seeing nothing but publicity around the Barbie movie. And I was like, all right, what is this exactly? I don't really know. But I'm going to find out because I, as soon as it came out, I started hearing people saying that it was sad and it was beautiful and it was this. And I'm thinking, like, it's going to be this lighthearted Barbie movie um, where they just kind of bring Barbie to life like they've done with every live animation but it did take me for a little bit of a surprise and a pleasant surprise, but definitely an emotional surprise, which is no surprise for me because everything makes me emotional. But I liked it. I really, really liked it. I, I enjoyed the movie quite a bit more than I thought I would going into it. And I think that it, I think it walked a really healthy line. I think it walked a really healthy line of bringing light to things that people don't really think about. You know, I've said this before. I don't really want to spoil anything, okay? So if you haven't gone and see it, then you need to go and see it. Just even, you know, I don't care if you're a male or a woman or, you know, you got kids or not kids. Some people have said that they found it inappropriate, which in my mind, I don't really see that. Like, of course, there's always, you know, inappropriate things in movies, but I feel like most of the time, that's not things that kids even get. You know, like, kids don't really understand those references. Just like we didn't understand references when we were kids watching movies that maybe had older, little riddly lines in the movie, you know? So, I didn't really see that. So, I think, really, it's fine for any age group. Um, but... I think that it definitely walked the fine line of acknowledging both the privilege and the oppression of women and just what we deal with. But also what really resonated with me was just the unrealistic standards that women have with us that even Barbie herself had for her. Like, you know, the whole movie was just basically she started to just become more human-like and you know, started feeling not so perfect. And if you know anything about Barbie, it's like Barbie is perfect. Barbie has, you know, the perfect teeth and the perfect body and the perfect hair and the perfect this. And, you know, that was like, that was what was exampled for us as little girls growing up playing with Barbies. You know, we looked at Barbies as like, this is the perfect woman. And so they spoke a lot about, a lot about that. And I don't know why, but... It just got me emotional. It got me emotional, especially if you've seen it and you're like, you know, where they're doing their little powwow, all the girls and they're talking. And it's like, I felt like the heaviness just that is with and always on women just really like smacks you in the face, you know, 
just how we literally have to be everything but also nothing at once. Like we are expected to be confident and secure and sexy, but then we also cannot show any of that. But we need to show that in order for people to know that about us. But if we show it too much, then it's like very off-putting. Or, you know, if we're we're too smart, then that's threatening. And if we're too opinionated, then we're bitchy. And then, but you know, it's also like, it's expected of us, but it's also not expected of us, you know? And I feel like every woman has felt that in their life. Every woman has felt the need to be perfect, to be beautiful, to be thinner, to be stronger, to be anything other than exactly what she is in the moment. And I am fortunate in a lot of ways that I've always had, like, a certain level of self-love. Like, I've never been super self-deprecating of myself, like, both internally and externally. But, of course, especially with, like, body issues, I've struggled with a lot. And even then, I still consider myself one of the lucky ones because I never struggled, like, to a very extreme point, you know? But it's like when I hear things like that and when I was watching that movie and I was hearing them like just talk about, you know, Barbie is like starting to become not so perfect and she's just like, who am I if I'm not perfect Barbie? And it's like, this is the standard, like if a bar- if a doll, obviously this is sounds so silly when you're like talking about it, but it's like, you know, if a doll, real life doll is feeling the societal pressures to just be perfect, like look at the pressure that it puts on women. And I also really liked the message of just, like, the vulnerability with men, too, because there was definitely a part in the movie where they were talking about, like, how men have to self-identify who they are outside of the patriarchy, outside of being this strong-willed man, outside of being this men who are only doing things for, um, to be providers and this, you know, it's like, who are men without those things? You know, just the whole message in a whole, like, was like, oh, oh my god, I love this. Totally right up my alley, you know? But, it got me thinking and it got me kind of like in my feelings a little bit because I've never been shy about just the standards that my mom raised me and my sisters with of just like, if you're fortunate enough to have any, anything beautiful about you and whether it's literally like your face, your freaking body, your this, like it is in the betterment of you to utilize it. And not like to take advantage of people or whatever, but it's just like, you know, basically if you got it, flaunt it kind of thing. And it was almost like that, that pressure was so much on me and my sisters that it was like, yeah, we loved it because I think it made us confident, but it was also something that I like struggled with. Like I didn't always want to feel like just because I, you know, was pretty or just because my mom thinks I'm beautiful that I have to like keep this standard of beauty. Like, it made me, like, not want to be beautiful. And I, like, I like to dress up and I like to, like, look nice. But then there was times where it just felt like I want the pressure. I I don't want the pressure to always be on me like that. And for a long time, you know, if we weren't all always taking care of ourselves, it was definitely something my mom took notice to. And I knew that she grew up in a different time. And, you know, she was the youngest of all these girl siblings. And I know she had her pressures and all is forgiven for that. But I can't help but to think about, like, just the toll that it took on me, like the toll that it takes on all of us as women, like the toll that we feel constantly of like, I just want to be enough, but I feel like I'm enough. But to society, it doesn't, 
it doesn't feel that way, you know? Like, whether you're a woman with no kids, and, you know, like, for instance, if you're a woman my age, and you have no kids, and you've never been married, I guarantee you, people will look at that and question that, and they'll be like, well, why, why haven't you had kids yet? Why haven't you done this yet? Why haven't you settled down yet? And you don't know. Versus you're a woman who maybe is five years younger than me and you have five kids and you're married. Then it's like, well, hold on. Well, you got this. And then, you know, it's like a woman, it's like the working mother versus the stay at home mother. And, you know, as I said, it's like the very outgoing, bubbly, confident women versus the very insecure, quiet, speak when spoken to women. It's like, it feels like you're constantly teetering on this double-edged sword of like, I want to embrace all the things that I love about me, but I know that that will come with some shit, regardless of where I stand, regardless of what side of the sword I'm on. It still feels like it's just never enough. It's never enough. And damn, when it's like being, when it was being spoken about and the way that it was being spoken about, it was just like, it can't help but to bring you to tears. You know, it cannot, I cannot speak for anybody but myself. And as I said, I've considered myself fortunate to have had the self-confidence that I have, but I still know how much internal struggle that I have and how much like, even though to some people I might be this super overly confident person, it's like I still struggle like hell to like fit into this box. And as much as I am like, I I, I ride you know, I ride my own wave. I, I, I play to the beat of my own drum or if that's the saying or whatever. It's like, I really try to live very intentionally for me, but I still feel that. And like when it's brought to light in such a way that just helps you like see it, something like something like the Barbie and Margot Robbie, who is absolutely stunning, you know, and in a lot of ways, Margot Robbie is Barbie, you know, she's freaking looks damn near perfect in every which way. You know, she's, she's gorgeous, both internally and she seems like a good person. I don't know. I mean, both externally and it seems like she's a a pretty good person, (laughs) but still it's like, I know even somebody like her feels that way. And I know. And so it's like, what do we, what do we do about that as women? And, and how do we manage that? And for one, I think it's bigger than us. And I think it definitely starts with men and women joining forces more and believe me that's like a lot of that seems like a fairy tale land of trying to get men to put themselves in women's shoes trying to get women to put themselves in men's shoes but I think that it does have to start with something with like our own internal peace you know that's all I was kind of thinking when I was watching that and I'm like sitting there with my daughter and my niece and I'm like man to think that they're gonna feel that way if they don't already I mean, you know, my daughter's almost 13, my niece just turned 10, and I'm like, you know, are these girls, I hear them talking, and I hear the way they look at themselves, and the things they say, and, you know, they're not, thankfully, again, like, strong women raise strong women, and I feel like our girls are very sure of themselves, but it's like, I still see the pressure that is already on them, and I'm like, my God, you haven't even made it into the real world yet. It's like, how, I don't want this world to tell you everything you need to be and everything you don't need to be. And I think that it really does just have to like, and and every time I try to project that and explain that and and try to reiterate that to my kid and be like, you know, do you, you know, be beautiful on some days you want to be beautiful and then you don't have to try as hard some days. And regardless, you're beautiful both days and, you know, be, be okay with 
being opinionated and people not liking it. And, you know, all of, all of it. It's like, I constantly try to reiterate to that to her. And then I'm like, Cheyenne, the best way that you're going to prove that to them and to all young girls, but specifically the, your daughter is to exemplify that yourself. And so, you know, I think that it's a good thing to notice with ourselves of how we're talking to ourselves and how we're saying sorry for no reason and how much we're making excuses for other people and their shitty behavior. And it's like, I think the, we cannot fix a problem that is just worldwide in a day, but I'm a believer that our world is the world, meaning your physical world and your reality that you're living in is the only world that you know, because the world of the person next to you his his or her reality is entirely different. They're they're seeing things entirely different. I mean, even if you live the exact same lives, if you live the exact same life as somebody every second of every day and everything that you did was exactly the same, they would still have a different reality than you. And so I realize that these those feelings of like not feeling good enough and not feeling beautiful enough or feeling too beautiful or any of those things it's like that is all a part of my world that I am creating and therefore I can destroy it meaning if i am choosing to be kinder to myself when i'm by myself and when i'm in front of my kids and the things i'm saying out loud and the remarks i'm making about myself in the mirror and in the days you know when you're out in public with your friends and you're like oh god i i look like shit today i didn't put makeup on and i it's like that is the language that i'm i'm going to try to always be more intentional about watching you know when i want to sit there and stare at the mirror and look at my body and say oh god shine you could really drop 15 pounds you know i want to like recognize that even if I dropped that 15 pounds, there's going to be something in that moment that I'm going to find that I don't like versus if I continue to tell myself, like, I am enough, this is enough, like, you do enough, your body has been through enough. Like, sometimes I just think about, when I think about my body, because, like, my body, as I said, it's like, I, I love it and I really do. Like, I love my body and, like, even though, not even even though, it's like, I just love my body. But I also do struggle with it a lot. And there's sometimes where I do just avoid looking in the mirror because I can't stand the thought of it. Like, not because I think it's so terrible looking, but I know that if I look at it for longer than a second, I'm going to find something I don't like. And so in my mind, I just avoid looking at all. And then I feel like I tell myself, well, that's, you know, look at you. Look at what you're doing to yourself. Look at what you're putting yourself through. And it's just, it's, it's unfair and it's a cycle, you know, this is why they call everything a cycle, like breaking the cycle, you know, it is just a vicious cycle that until you start and I start being more intentional about what we're choosing to continue with and what we're not, you know, it's always going to be that way. And even, you know, we're striving for progress, not perfection. Everything is towards progress, not perfection. Like I know no matter how long I live... There's always going to be something negative I could find about myself and about me not being enough or there's always more I'm going to tell myself I could be doing and there's always less I could be doing and I could be more overbearing and I could be less overbearing and I could be a better mom and I can be, you know, there's so many things that I could tell to myself. But again, that's that's continuing the cycle. That is how women get trapped in in that mindset that they were speaking about in Barbie of like, you know, 
who is Barbie if she's not perfect? You know, Barbie started getting cellulite and it was like, I don't want this. I, I need to be perfect. I need to be perfect. And it's like, you know, there was a time just recently I was talking to um, Ryan, you know, and I just had said, because I obviously I work out, I take care of myself. Um, you know, my food, I always have kind of struggled with. I think I have a pretty healthy balance, but I definitely have a lot of days where I'm not as balanced. And anyways, I say that all because I have like the smallest little pudge in my stomach that has been there since I had my daughter. Like since I had my daughter at 16 years old, I've always had this small little just kind of hangover. I don't know. But it's the one thing about my body that I struggle to really love and accept. And I had said to Ryan, I said, you know, I think I'm gonna maybe get liposuction. Like, I think that if I was to get liposuction, I could maintain having a flat stomach. I could maintain, like, I know I could because I work out enough and I, and I care enough about my body that I just know I would. But then I'm like, why? You know, I had to, I have to constantly ask myself, like, are you doing it because you dislike your body? And if that's the reason why you're just doing it, then then maybe you shouldn't because, yeah, if that's the one thing you don't like, then maybe I should just take that to the chin and just embrace it because I I get concerned with, okay, what if I do that? And then next thing you know, I'm looking at my arms and I'm thinking, well, that's, you know, and, and, and that's not even an insecurity of mine. Like, I don't have truly another insecurity on my body except for that there. Um, and I even got stretch marks and I'm fine with those. And so that's why I'm like, oh, no, if I did that, but then I'm like, Shine, you're not going to one day just get that done and then look in the mirror and think, well, damn, I'm freaking perfect now. And there ain't nothing that could change. Like I, I already know what I would go to next. Like I'm already thinking about, well, okay. Yeah. If I did get that, I guess I would maybe do this too. And then it's like, you know, when, then what that is like, just, and, and I'm not, I am not at all against people getting plastic surgery. I'm not at all against people benefiting whatever the hell they want to do with their life. Seriously. Like truly I am a non-judgmental person when it comes to whatever work people want to get done on themselves. For me personally, my mom's been telling me I needed a boob job since I was like freaking 14 years old. Um, and I know it's like listening to that, it'll be like, what the hell? But I mean, really, you know, my, my, my breasts are unique in their own way. Okay. But I've had the same issues since I was young. And my mom was always told me, like, you're never going to be happy in life unless you get a boob job. God, it sounds so terrible. Um, yeah, it does sound terrible, but I want to believe she meant it well. You know, I think my mom just, in her mind, she was like, if you get a boob job, you will be perfect. But here I am, 29 years old, and I've not gotten a boob job, and I'm fine. But I know that if I was maybe do that, then I'd be like, mm, fix me up here. And, you know, it's just, it's just that. Like I said, I know I'm like like that. But then again, I still, I'm not ruling it out. I am not ruling it out. I could, once I get in my thirties, be like, you know what? I'm done having kids. I'm living my best life. Let me get this little tummy lipo, whatever. And then I'm moving on with my life. I could, I don't know. I don't, who I am last week is not who I am this week. Who I am this week is not who I'll be in six months and so on and so forth. You know, I just don't know. But I do know that breaking the cycle and, you know, if you go and see the Barbie movie and you watch that and it just like hits home like to you, all I could say is just we have to smart start small. We have to start small by communicating more to our partners, you know, trying to, if you have a man who is a listener, who is willing to listen and to understand, um, you know, sometimes women just need that um, validation. I, I don't know. I don't really want to call it validation, but that like confirmation basically and, you know, just need to be heard and just need that, like, 
yeah, babe, you are enough or whatever. And I'm not even saying do it from your men. I'm just saying that I think that watching that movie and obviously we all know the beauty standards that are set up in society is due to men and women, but you know, we live in a patriarchy for a reason and I'm just being honest. Um, but also it's going to start with us and it's going to start with deciding and defining what enough is for us. You know, we're progress, not perfection and realizing that there's always going to be something in our life that isn't either a not going to make everybody happy or b is going to feel like I could have done this. I could have done that. But I just think that, you know, my therapist once said to me is like, sometimes enough is just enough. Like good enough is just enough. And like, I'm good enough. I don't need to be perfect. I don't need to be beautiful. Like, you know, more beautiful or whatever. It's like, I don't need any of that because I am enough and I'm going to define what is enough for me. Yeah. If, if my goal really is, and I really do feel like if I lose 15 pounds, I'll be really happy, then make that your thing. But then decide that 15 pounds is enough. You know, don't lose 15 pounds and then say, okay, well, God, maybe I'd look better if I lost 30. It's like, no, if you know that that's what you need to do, then that's what you need to do. And you might have to, you might have people later down the line be like, oh, you're going to keep losing more. No, I, I, I've lost enough. I'm happy here. I'm happy and I'm comfortable here. And as somebody who's my weight specifically has fluctuated a shit ton, like a ton my whole life, um, I would say even every year, I've actually thought about doing like a video like blah, 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 over the last 10 years. But anyways, there's one thing that I've learned is that it's always going to change. It's always going to fluctuate. And I've just grown to the point where it's like my body and where it's at is enough for me. I spent a long time disliking my body when I should have never disliked my body because my body gave birth. My body has put me through the ringer. My body has, has experienced the worst of the worst and the best of the best. <laughs> you know, my body has seen things. My body has just, just taken me and, and taking good care of me. And I'm grateful for it. And like I say, it's a work in progress. You know, some of this stuff sounds so like, oh, how lucky, but it's a work in progress. And I know that we can all get there. And I know that you will be in your feelings if you go see the Barbie movie, which is why you should, because I love to be in my feelings. Sometimes. Sometimes I get exhausted, okay? <laughs> well, <sighs> busy, busy, busy life. Busy, busy, busy times. But I'm always happy when I can speak. And, and you know, I think that that, that movie really will hopefully continue to open the eyes and as long as we continue to make things like that that really kind of like explains it to people without having to sit down and lecture people you know some people really don't like the self-help like oh i don't need to be you know quoted all the time with beautiful inspirational shit it's like sometimes something just seeing a movie like the barbie movie opens so much to your eyes that you're like wow i never even things like that didn't even dawn on me how much that affects me you know as always, I appreciate you for being here, and hopefully the next few times we're talking, we'll see a new, a new jam, okay? I'm upgrading to a bigger office. Woo, woo, celebrate, celebrate. All right, you all, talk to you soon. Bye.